This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The time on Monday I really do look forward to the most because we catch up with uh, Andrew Voss, of course, our uh, colleague, our SEN, uh, SEN Sydney breakfast host, uh, of course, uh, rugby league commentator extraordinaire, got his uh, finger on the pulse of everything uh, in that code. So, uh, Vossi, good morning to you on uh, this Monday. Uh, look, we've been talking um, with Lavina Good, who's... Um, uh, very much into rugby league in, in this country and has spent the weekend commentating uh, youth-level rugby league. So we're looking at under-16s, under-18 types level. Um, how aware uh, are you over there about the, the scouting that goes on at that level of rugby league in New Zealand? Oh, look, uh, good morning, Smithy. Good morning, listeners. Look, to be honest, it's not something that sits well with me. Look, I, I love the fact, and, 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 and the young blokes chasing opportunity, but just the way what we've set in place. I mean, I remember hopping on flights, you know, domestic flights, and I hate the idea of uh, young fellas being flown across on a Friday to play under-16s or under-18s for Sydney teams and then fly back. Um, I can understand the pressure that they're put under to meet these sort of commitments. How good would it be if we had a second New Zealand team and uh, that they could stay in their home country and, and, and continue their growth and development? Um, look, there's two ways of looking at it. You want to be a rugby league professional and there's only one team in New Zealand or um, you uh, you know, you have a situation where uh, we get a second team but that ain't going to happen anytime soon. So um, I, I'm just hoping that somewhere down the track, you know, because we've got the 17 teams in 2023, that we can get to 18 teams soon after that and that a second New Zealand team has to be high on the priority order, if not, you know, absolutely number one pecking spot. Uh, picking order, um, but um, you know that's still a way off. That's still a way off. So you're still going to have this pick and choose and talent scouts and phone calls and pressure and all those things happening. Actually, also I can update you on that. We spoke to uh, the man in charge of that uh, earlier uh, last week, and uh, they're looking at uh, putting an, an application in around about 2025-26 for a, maybe a 2028 start, and that would be uh, mm-hmm. the Wellington Orcas. Yeah, so it's a long way down the track, isn't it? Look, at, at least, look, they've shown their card. By going to 17, we know that we're going to get to 18. We, we're going to get to an even number. Um, but it's just when. It's just when. But the fact that they've committed, we're, we're hearing news today, Smithy, that um, the free-to-air television rights is about to be signed off on again. Um, the deal in place from 2023 onwards, um, that's for a new five years for the free-to-air rights. And it's going to be an injection of something like uh, as much as $25 million more per season. So I think knowing that they had that 
ready to come in, that gave them the green light to get to the 17th team. And now knowing they've got that income, that source of income for the next five years, means they can do the planning for the next step. How many players in the free-to-air market then uh, for it to warrant that kind of increase? How, how competitive the market still? Well, well, that's the thing. Smithy, my greatest concern, and look, I, I think just on raw numbers, I think we can expand, but where I think we're lean is playmakers. You know, they're, they're, you, you need that top quality, one, six, seven, and nine, don't you, these days? And I just don't know that there's enough... There's probably not enough to, to um, service the 16 sides, to be perfectly frank. But I think you know your better quality, your, your, your competition is going to be so much better if you have more stars in those positions. So that's where we need to strengthen. Um, and there's a whole lot of elements around that: how we play our junior rugby league and all the rest. And you know we, we've got rules here with our our junior footy here, and you know you've got to pass the ball. You. You're not really teaching your playmakers from an early age that you did people of my vintage. You know, you played traditional rugby league when I was a kid. Um, but these days it's all about, you know, that many passes before you're allowed to run the ball and those sorts of things. So it takes a little while before a, a, a person, you know, potential halfback or 5'8 develops in, um, in junior footy. Are we looking at, again at a, a Channel 9 scenario or a 7 involved, 10, Stan? I mean, who are the who are the players, uh, the the big players in terms of buying those free to wear rights? Well, we're told that Channel Seven have walked away. Um, Channel Seven's interest—it's my understanding that they were certainly keen to get State of Origin and a couple of games a week. Um, were prepared to have a share arrangement for other free to wear games. It now appears that everyone else has left the table, and it's just reaching a figure with Channel Nine. So it'll be um, it'll be status quo, but there will be. Uh, pressure put on Channel 9 to increase their coverage with um, with support programs and the like. So um, whether that means a return to the old footy show days, I'm not quite sure. Uh, but what I do know is that the NRL have done extraordinarily well in these uncertain times to get more money than what they had. So ex- the existing rights deal, which comes to an end next year, I think the free-to-wear rights deal was worth about $95 million a season. And as I say, they're pushing for about $120 million a season in the next one without actually getting any more games, really. I mean, the extra team comes in, but it's not like you're getting, you're getting one extra round of football because um, there's going to be 26 rounds in 2023. But there's only a total of 12 more regular season games across the entire season. So they're paying a lot more for out, without actually getting a whole lot more in terms of games. Okay, so uh, the Dolphins are a thing. Um, we now know that. That is confirmed. Wayne Bennett is attached to them, it seems, as well. Uh, so uh, they'll start circling now uh, in terms of who they want, and uh, certainly Bennett will be a big magnet for anyone who's uh, in two minds about where they want to play their game. Oh, look, I- I'll say this. The Dolphins' story, like, it, we, this is now the calm before the storm. Uh, November 1, game on. I reckon, and we joked about it on the uh, breakfast show here in Sydney this morning, that if you're not mentioned in a rumour with the Dolphins, gee, you mustn't be much of a player. Because I think they are going to provide, um, they're going to be mentioned in a story every week for the next year. I mean, as players become off contract, even if they're not off contract, you know, Craig Bellamy's come out and said, you know, hands off our players. 
if they're under contract, we're not prepared to release them unless you've got a swap and well, the Redcliffe haven't got any players. But it's game on. It's absolute game on. I mean, um, they have to sign an entire squad from scratch. Um, home games... Uh, well, the home game's going to be primarily at Suncorp Stadium and, and play maybe a few at Redcliffe and, and service that sort of Sunshine Coast um, corridor. But it is... It's a new player and a powerful player, cashed up, ready to spend. Look out. Wasn't that long ago uh, for the Warriors that uh, Roger Tuovasa-Shek, uh, Ken Malmalu and David Fusatua were regarded as probably one of the best back threes in the comp now uh, with Fusatua leaving to the Warriors to go to Leeds. That's all gone, the whole lot. Yeah, uh, well, that, and that saddens me. Uh, I mean, I, I think of the, the best... Warriors side that I called and the back three has always been a key element for, for setting up the Warriors playing their best style of football. Those first two or three charges in every set and they were back over halfway. Um, you know, and, and I know he's got his problems at the moment but Manu Vatave was part of that when Nane Lamape was in the scene as well. You know, they, they used to launch themselves in and, and uh, get them on the front foot. Um, I, I would think that in the, t- in the case of the two wingers, David Fuzatua and Ken Mamalo have been terrific players already, but I still don't think we've seen the best of them. So that's great disappointment for Warriors fans that you're not going to see these two players when they should be hitting their absolute peak. You put all this time into them, and they've been great to watch and provided lots of highlights. But I, feel, I, I honestly believe, I feel the best was still to come. I mean, Roger Tuovasa shakes a different kettle of fish with his ambitions in the rugby and that, but I think with the two winners, I, I think their best football was ahead of them. Foxy, just on that subject, uh, what did the Vardavay news, how was that received uh, in Australia amongst your, your league colleagues, etc.? Because, you know, there the, was no doubt that he was, uh, you know, he was up uh, up on a charge, but, you know, we were led to believe that, you know, he was going to fight it, and all of a sudden this guilty plea. How, was that, how did that go down in Australia? Oh, absolutely shock. Um, like, when you're talking about um, popularity of, of Kiwi players across the ditch here, um, he was right up there. I mean, Manu Vatave was a was a personality player besides everything else, and and his record is there um, to be admired. But now, obviously, with what's coming and decisions you make in your life, there are consequences, and and those records now will still be in the record books. They're in the books, but they won't be spoken of. And it's the same with Jared Hayne and others that have found themselves in trouble with the law. Um, these are the consequences, and he achieved a lot in his football life. But you know, when we have a look, I, I say in this context, you know, when we have highlights nights and all of that, there'll be no there'll be no inclusion of these players. They will not be highlighted, and that is part of the um, of the consequence of their actions. So, you know, I, I feel pretty sad about it. One of my favourite players to call. I, I I say that quite sincerely. But if guilty of the crimes and now has admitted guilt. And as a parent, any any crime to do with drugs and and distribution of, I I demand the strongest penalties handed down because I don't want any kid affected um, by drugs and have it available to them. Uh, on on also sad news, uh, it takes a lot to become an immortal uh, in the NRL, Australian Rugby League, etc. Uh, but they lost one of their numbers, and Norn Proven uh, just passing away the other day. Oh, look, how do you sum up this bloke? I mean, 
think of all the tags you can put next to a great player, a great, a legend, an immortal, which he was, you know, there's only a select band, but, but Norm Praven was just a giant. I mean, you'll, you'll never have the likes of his record again. Ten premierships, captain coach, four of them in the Dragons' run of 11. Um, his test success, his, his representation of New South Wales, uh, a one-club man uh, as a coach as well. Um, you know, captain coach of the Dragons, the premierships, but also coach Cronulla and Parramatta with great success. Um, and had been just an ambassador for the game all these years. Um, a truly great man in every sense. A man's man, a leader, uh, and not a bad word to be said about him. Um, no, a, a, a massive loss uh, for rugby league to, to think that Norm Proven won't be attending any event at any time into the future because he was always... I'll tell you what, just a personal story. I was a nobody when I got into the media. I'm absolutely nobody. But he's one of the first people I met at a rugby league function. You go up, shake your head, and he shows you respect. You know, and, he, and, he, and, and next time you see him, he, he says, oh, hello, Andrew. You know, yeah, I, I really appreciated that. And they're cut from a different cloth. Those sort of blokes and the two on the trophy, two absolute champions, Norm Proven and Arthur Simon, sadly, no longer with us. Uh, Bossy, just finally, uh, before we let you go, another hat for you to put on. Uh, the Ashes now, it seems uh, a, a real goer between two pretty much full-strength sides. But uh, still, is there any doubt about where they're going to be played? I know what Melbourne is about to be uh, released back into semi-normal life. Um, Sydney has been there. Uh, what are you hearing about uh, the Gabba first up in the traditional run around Australia? Yeah, well, I think, I think look, New South Wales is waiting in the wings. We've got a new Premier in New South Wales called Dominic Perrottet, and he's looking to put runs on the board. So I, I reckon he's probably being advised, we'll make a pitch, make a pitch, if there's any doubts at all about um, the Gabba not being available or, you know, Brisbane or Queensland not letting them in you know, smoothly for the first test, that New South Wales would fill the breach. We will learn more. Basically, I'm saying, Smithy, we'll have to wait till later in the week to see what Victoria now announces. Now, their cases are at their all-time highs, but they're going to come out of lockdown. Um, but even things like the Melbourne Cup. At the moment, the Melbourne Cup, first Tuesday in November, will have a capped crowd of 10,000 fully vaccinated um, fans. Now, how that will be... A uh, month and a half on with a Boxing Day test. If that goes ahead, I don't know. But, gee, 10,000 at the MCG, Smithy, you've played there. It'd be um, pretty bare. So I don't know, you know, how, how soon they lift their restrictions and what they do and allowing quarantine in Victoria. That's a bit, um, bit of an unknown. The only state at the moment that seems to be positively striding forward is New South Wales. So, therefore, the SCG is a pretty good ground, Smithy. So if we have to play one, two, three tests, it's available. I'm declaring it. <laughs> uh, and, and I think you should go and call some of it too, to be fair. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, nice yeah. call at the, uh, a nice call at the SCG? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I'll, I'll make things happen, Smithy, on your behalf. I'll say myself, on behalf of Ian Smith, just make this happen. Please do. Please do, Vossi. Always great to catch up with you. Even when the NRL is not actively on, you certainly are. So thanks very much for your time again this morning. Go well. Have a good week. Have a good week. Bye, mate. Cheers, man. Uh, yeah, 11.17 here on uh, SENZ. Uh, 8.833, plenty of things uh, for you to text in about. Um, what do you, you think of our chances in the T20 World Cup? Are we a viable betting option? Uh, we won't be the favourites, but I think we're going to be there or thereabouts. That's just my take on it.
Uh, what about uh, player recruitment? Uh, have you seen it? Have you been around the grounds uh, at uh, rugby league or uh, secondary school rugby venues and, and seen scouts with notepads taking uh, taking our players, basically, taking our young talent and offering the opportunity of a lifetime? Uh, in many cases, of course, it doesn't come to fruition because it's very tough to make the grade over there. 